What's up, everybody? Welcome to Building Our Power. This is Gabby. And KT. And we're back with another episode. As you can hear, something is going on with Gabby and KT. What is going on? We have contracted coronavirus. First time I've contracted it ever. Um, KT thinks this is her second time. Uh... Contracted it from family members who thought that it would be nice to go uh, out of town to see some other family members without masks and without vaccines. And, uh, yeah, I met up with KT the next day, and bada-bing, bada-bang, we're sick. So, we just want to update you guys on that, but we still want to put out an episode, um, talk about some things. Also, we in Memphis, Tennessee, it was just 70 degrees two days ago. It is 28 today. Um, Global warming. It, it's just a lot going on, guys. Just send us some positive vibes, please. I beg of you. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I was just in the hospital on Christmas. Oh, yeah. We, you, I, like, yeah. I was in the hospital on Christmas, and now we've got coronavirus, and, like, everything just seems like it's going downhill. We're going to make it, though. It's it's the first. This is the beginning of the year. If the, the year is starting out like this, I think it's going to be a, an amazing year. <laughs> So recently, Gabby and I were talking about um, how people, specifically capitalists, are always like, well, socialism can't work, communism can't work, because people are inherently selfish. Uh, It's not going to work because people are going to steal from you, or people are going to take advantage of you. And we've even got this conversation uh, told to us whenever we were doing the uh, fridge. One week, we were doing the fridge... Uh, and someone told us that what if people steal that free food that you have in the fridge? People are inherently terrible, and we must, uh, you know, take everything away from them. We must monitor that free food because we don't want them to steal it. So, um, Gabby and I started thinking, like, why do people think like this, and why do they seem to think that it's quote unquote human nature um, that people are inherently bad? Um, so yeah, Gabby, what do you think? Well, now we turn it on this way, I think it has to do with not only capitalism, but religion, Christianity, which teaches about the original sin, Mm. that everybody is inherently evil from a baby. And so if you think this way, uh, I can see why you think that people coming together and working together wouldn't work because, you know, the devil might influence them, but it's not really based in reality. What did... And I'm asking because I don't know. I I wasn't, like, indoctrinated into Christianity like you. So what does that mean? Like, what does it mean, the original sin? Oh, to mean Adam and Eve. When Adam and Eve ate the fruit, uh, therefore, every other person, any descendants, everybody else that was ever created has sin in them already. What? Yes. And so... <laughs> what? That's what they think. So I can see that. And then also... Conveniently, like we say, a lot of these things that evangelicals believe, it goes right into capitalism. You believing that you thinking the worst of your fellow man makes you less likely to talk to your fellow man. It makes you less likely to have community with them, which makes you less likely to book up to something if something goes wrong. You have no support system. It makes you less likely to stand up for what you believe in because you ain't got nobody to have your back. And that's that's what they want. That's what that's what society and this capitalist society uh, thrives on us being individualistic, 
us not having unions, us not having political organizations, us not having extended families. Because with the lack of those people, that is resources you're going to have to pay out to provide you with, with similar services instead of just relying on your fellow man and getting by. Which I think is something that poor people often have to do no matter what. Which is why I think a lot of times, more times than not, which this is not always true because there are poor conservatives, we know this. But a lot of times, poor people uh, band together. More times than not, you're seeing poor people crowdfunding for each other. We got $10 in our bank account. I'll give you five and I'll have five. Like, yes. like I feel like... Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a capitalist type of thought process. But on the flip side of that, it's so weird, is that, like you said, evangelicals or even the capitalists, they'll tell you, oh, well, why don't you, why don't you gather all your funds together and help these children over there in some random country that you're never going to go to, or we're going to go to some random country we've never been to, and uh, we're going to try and uh, evangel- evangelicalize those people. And it's like... Are you are you are you only pro community? Are you only pro um, together when it benefits your yes. imperialist yes. capitalist thought process? Yes, yes. These capitalists will tell us that people can't come together and work towards a common goal, and they literally do that all the time. Yeah, they literally, literally band together and tell each other what to trade in the stock market. They literally band together, form more mergers with each other. And uh, partnership deals with each other. Make sure nobody goes bankrupt. Make sure if the company goes over, goes under, somebody's still going to have a job. They literally always have each other's back. But they want to convince us that we can't do it. When, when, when it's not even about extra, extra, uh, extra $100 million, this is about life or death. Yeah. They want you to believe with your life on the line, uh, with you needing food, needing clothing, uh, needing a place to stay that you ain't finna team up with other people and, and get it done if, if it needs to be done. That don't even make sense. That don't make no type of sense. And I think it's really, a lot of it really has to do with that religious upbringing. Because even for myself, it took time for me to uh, get to the point to um, deconstruct that part of my brain. Because that had been so ingrained in me that people are inherently bad that you always got to look over your shoulder because you never know you never know what that's what i'm confused about you never know if the devil gonna get into them and they gonna do what's wrong you know what that sound like to me paranoia like not but that's what it is that's what it is and that's what makes you so distrustful of each other and again it, it all works into it and so when you think about it like that like this whole this this whole Capitalist, white supremacist, evangelical structure is so complex and so just perfectly crafted. Everything complements everything else, just yeah. to make us, by the end of the day, say, "I, I'm not, I give up. I, I'm just not gonna. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to help anybody. I'm just gonna get my money. I'm gonna stack my paper and try to get into the suburbs, and that's the rest of my I life." I mean, that's easier. Right? That's going 
with the grain, yeah. not against the grain. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't blame people for doing that, but at the same time, like, it does piss me off when people come back to you and say, well, this isn't possible. Like, you've had help from people in your life. Yes. People are literally giving you loans in your life so that you can go and get a house, but it's not possible for other people to help each other. Now, when we talk about socialism and communism, it isn't just about helping each other. But it does definitely play a big role into it and being empathetic with other people's struggles and other people's pain and suffering is a start. Is a start. Yeah. Right. And if you don't even have that, what are we going to do? Like, we're going to have to, we're going to have to give that to you first. You got to get that first before you can go further. And, And one thing before we go to the next thing. The thing about it, I always talk about their pre-K curriculum because, like I said, I don't know who created it. I don't know who over it. But some of that stuff is some good stuff. And one of the main things they want to teach these pre-K and kindergartners is how to get along with others, how to share with others, how to work as a group, how to view other people as worthy of not hitting them and, and sharing your stuff. You know, there's like... Like, I can understand as a child, like a baby, you're selfish. But also, no, check this out. If we take what we know about capitalism in the school, is it not in their best benefit to teach children that? So that once they get into the workforce, they're not fighting and they're not off the job? They're not uh, not being able to work together? So they're not off the job. Like, it's in the benefit of the capitalists in order for them to teach the child that. Well, that's what I'm saying. In certain aspects, they want you to have community. Like at church. Yeah, like at church. Exactly. They want you to have community at your job. They want you to be able to work fast with everybody. We're all family. We're a family here at the, at the job. Right. But when it comes to just life outside of that corporation... They don't want that. They, they they say it's not possible, even though we're living and we're seeing that it is. It's interesting. It's a very but that's, good. That's, that's, that's how this ideology works. We talked about um, dialectical materialism. This is a, 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 what's the word, ideological... Contradiction? It's a contradiction that they put out there. But it's, it's meant to not make sense. Yeah. It's meant to not make sense. But, yeah, definitely, guys. So... Yeah, whenever you hear somebody say something about human nature, just just flip them the bird. And <laughs> Gabby. Because they are not being truthful. Um, they know if they was on a an on a uh an island, they would not go by themselves and try to hunt and create their own house by themselves. They would stay with the pack. Yep. Because what sense does that make? Their strength in numbers intentionally. All right, so we want to actually respond to uh, some YouTube comments we got this week uh, that I think need to be shared to you all um, because it's entertaining to me. Uh, KT is going to read it, and she's going to respond, and I am too. This is in response to our Capitalism is Killing Black People episode, and uh, we want to shout out our friend, what's, what's their name? Uh, Unitive Science. Unitive Science. Um, cause, cause they, they dropped us some paragraphs up in our <laughs> video and, uh, yeah, go ahead, KT. Okay. So I'm just going to read the first comment and then we're just going to reply to that. We, we kind of replied on the thread, but it was just like too much to type and it was just like not worth replying. So anyway, um, 
They said heart disease is because of capitalism, question mark? That is the dumbest thing I've heard. Heart disease is a result of diet, stress, and not working out. A matter of fact, people who create practical solutions to handling diet, stress, and working out benefit financially a great deal in a capitalist society. So, yeah. This, this, this whole comment, there's so much to it. It's just a wreck. It's just a wreck. Uh, our argument in that episode, if you want to go back and listen to it, is basically that capitalism, because it is very stressful, because people are having to work nonstop, it's terrible on the human body. It's not, quote-unquote, natural on the human body. It's not something that our bodies are supposed to be doing nonstop. So it causes you great stress, which can cause heart disease. So anyway... Um, basically, I'm going to go back to what he said. He said that heart disease is a result of diet, which if we're taking what we said in that previous episode, um, what, what dictates diet, right? It's the amount of money that you have to spend on food. Do you have access to quality ingredients? Sure, you may have access to it, but here's the thing. Can you afford those quality ingredients? Probably not, unless you're on some kind of government assistance. And even if you are on government assistance, guess what? They also put restrictions on certain foods. So it's like nonstop diet. Heart disease is caused is part of diet, yes. But we have to look at the factors dialectically that would cause your diet not to be good. And stress we have already explained that part and then not working out people can't always work out people working out is not everyone's forte working out is not something that people can do 100 percent of the time especially if you're disabled even if you're not disabled maybe you just don't want to work out so i think that this person um, they also said that, a matter of fact, people who create practical solutions to handling those things benefit financially a great deal in a capitalist society. Of course they benefit financially. That was our whole point. That was literally our whole point. No one should benefit financially from the, the pain and suffering from other people. I love these comments. I love, I love when people make... Um these so uh, half-hearted like you just should do this and you just should do that like heart disease and all this like they have the magic key <laughs> they have the answers to everybody's problem well here's the thing what to do if it was so easy it wouldn't be so prevalent in america literally. there's a reason literally. there's literally a reason diet we, we already talked about this stuff but even for myself i'm a vegetarian I'm very into my health. I work out six, seven times uh, a week. And for me, the diet part is still hard because by the time I leave work, by the time I try to do some music and go to the gym, I do not have time to cook no food. So the most I can do is find something I can plop up in the microwave with a whole bunch of sodium and fat and the little vegetables and the little fruits you get. It's so expensive, and they rot the next week. So here's the thing. So what you just said about the vegetable thing, I think it's really important that we mention, like, food insecurity here. Because uh, Gabby and I have experienced something. We go to, like, different uh, Kroger's every single week to pick up groceries and things like that. 
in one week we went to a Kroger over here by my uh my house or my apartment and um the fruit that Gabby got by the Kroger by my house went rotten in like two days but if we buy fruit over near Gabby's house, which is in a in a more expensive neighborhood, the fruit goes bad in more like a week. So it's not just about accessibility to certain foods either. If yes. we're talking about that, it's yes, you may have accessibility to it, but is it quality? Are exactly. you going to be able to eat that? And is is it a food desert? Is it a food desert that's going There's on? There's so many factors. Like, do you even have a, a grocery store? If you have a grocery store, do they have good produce? Do they have good meats? If they have good produce and they have good meats, do you have enough time to prepare that food? If you do have enough time to prepare that food, do you have enough time to do this exercising that you should be doing? If you do have enough time to do that, do you have enough time to watch your kids? Literally. Help them with their homework. Like, and then they also want you to read books all the time too. Like where at what point do you expect me to rest? You're so you're so focused on getting people to do all these things. When do you expect us to rest? But we won't even be able to sleep at that point. You won't. But and, and the jobs take so much of your life. They take so Energy. much of your time. It, it's it's funny. It, it's really funny. And then they they the doctors and stuff. They get on TV wagging their fingers at people. Nobody asks where do you work? How many hours do you work a day? How much do you get paid every month? Do you have enough money to afford a gym membership? Do you have enough money to afford all this fresh produce that I can that my personal chef cooks for me? I was gonna say, can you even afford a personal chef to cook that stuff for you? Like. There's so much that goes into it that these people just don't understand because they're privileged and they probably had access to those things or they had those things without having to double think about it. And that's something I thought I was talking about on Twitter in regards to diet and exercise and all that is like really as far as food goes, as far as working out goes, those are two of the biggest signs of wealth that I can think of because you're telling me that you can afford a gym membership. Every single month, okay, without even thinking about it, you have enough time in your day to go to the gym every single day without thinking about it. Or you can go to the grocery store and you can put food in your cart without thinking about how much that food is going to cost. You can, you don't even have to use uh, your credit card. You don't have to use food stamps. You literally pick up food and put it into your cart. That is a sign of wealth. Yeah. And and you'll have some people, like I said, I've, I've been in that world. You have some people that may not have a lot of money. And they be like, I can do that. I go leave work, go to the gym. I leave work, get my food, prepare my food, all this. But what they don't tell you is every other aspect of their life is failing. Literally, like they, they can't have, have relationships. They have no relationships with or no healthy relationships with the their partners or whatever, whoever they dating, with their family members, all their money goes to food. They can't really afford no nice clothes because of that. Like, it, it's so much. And that's the thing. Like, that's with all of this. With all of this, the, the, the problem is always capitalism. It wants us to point fingers. That's why it don't want us to think communally. It, that's why it wants us to think individually so we can just say, it is your fault, person for your heart disease and having a stroke 
It is your fault, unvaccinated person, that the pandemic has gone for as long as it has. Therefore, there's no responsibility put on the elected officials whose job it literally is to keep us safe and to make sure that our quality of life is up to standard in the world. That's their job. That's literally what they get paid for. That's literally what your doctors get paid for. I don't understand that, but that's the way that it rolls. So, yeah, um, thank you, whoever that person is, again, for your great comment, <laughs> for your ignorance. Uh, it gave us uh, something to discuss on here. And, yeah, so what do you think, last thing before we go, since we are one of the victims of this administration now, um, what do you think about the current uh, COVID response uh, that Joe Biden said as far as saying that, you know, it's out of the federal government's hands and he's now leaving it up to the states. Um, one of the first things that happened this morning when I woke up, uh, Gabby came over here, and one of the first things I said to them was, you know, we got COVID, and Joe Biden had a whole SNL skit for us. <laughs> he literally. What do I think about it? I think it's a joke. It's a damn joke. It's hilarious. I can't, I'm, I'm surprised we're not living, this is not some kind of fever dream that we're having. Yeah. That's how, like, it just doesn't seem real at all. Yeah. Yeah. He literally had people in the Oval Office dancing. And then he said, bye, deuces, I'm out. Deuces. He got people dying every single day. You got COVID cases increasing every single day. They're not going to close out of school. They're not going to close down uh, your jobs. You essentially are going to get sick no matter what at this point. And that is evil. That yes. is evil and that is violent. That is evil and violent. And let me tell you something. We both vexed and boosted. This mild case is not none to play with neither. No. Don't let them get it, get you twisted. Oh, it's just going to be a sniffle or nothing. I've been on my behind. We haven't even been able to get up and do things because we're so weak. So, yeah, it's it's a mess. And these people are still over here saying, but what about Trump? But what about Trump? I swear to God, I'm already printing up my signs now. I've already got the ink. As soon as the midterms finna come up, I am walking down every street with the polling location. Telling people to not vote. I'm going to have a mascot. We're going to be dancing around, have some music going around. I will make sure. I will drive people back home. I will go into the lines, get a shuttle, and take people back to their house so that they do not vote for these doggone politicians. I promise. Local ones either. Yes. Yes, because they ain't doing nothing to push the issue of no mask mandate. They're really not. They are literally doing nothing. If anything, they're making it worse because they're going out without masks. We've literally seen some of the prominent people who are pro-vaccination out and about in the county without a mask. And saying they got COVID, yeah. And saying they got COVID. So, yeah, this is all right, guys. But we're we're sick, as we said. So we we just gonna wrap it up. <laughs> but we thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I hope everybody's having a happy New Year so far. If you are sick like us, drink your water, take your vitamins, get some greens, get some fruit, and get you plenty of rest. Uh, for everybody else, hope y'all stay safe and and uncovidity. Eat some candy because Gabby's going to tell you to eat all these vegetables. Just eat some candy. No, no. Get you, K9, get you a KN95 mask if possible. Um, um, I know that, like, 
maybe you guys can look online and see if there's like free things we might be able to look something up and see if there's any free because those masks are really expensive and um not everyone can afford them so yeah yeah for sure all right guys this has been gabby and katie and this has been building our power